Hello, fellow health and safety professionals. We are coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Fonz, Laverne and Shirley, and of course, beer. How could it get any better than that? This is Ted Speaks Live. Our podcast will focus on keeping people safe, families together, and growing your career in short eight to 10 minute weekly segments. Your host is Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. Ted has over 25 years of health and safety experience in both manufacturing and construction. He started his career in the field and worked his way up to safety director. Ted also coaches football and knows how important it is to communicate expectations and work together both at work and at play. With this as Ted's background, he is excited to share some of his experiences with you and to improve your career and your company. Brandy Bassel started her career off as an industrial hygienist. She moved from that role to an environmental health and safety specialist for AVX Corporation. Last year, she transitioned to AVX's corporate environmental and safety manager for over 14,000 employees. She has her certified safety professional certification and her associate safety professional certification. In 2020, Brandy won first place in the Spotty Awards or Safety Professional of the Year Award from J.J. Keller. Brandy has been volunteering in professional safety and environmental organizations for a few years now. She currently volunteers with the Air and Waste Management Association as a director on the board of the South Atlantic State Section and the American Society of Safety Professionals in the Piedmont Chapter in South Carolina as vice president. Please welcome Brandy Bossel to our podcast. Hey, Brandy, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited to have you on the episode of Ted Speaks Live, especially to talk about something that I'm very passionate about in volunteering and professionalism in uh, safety, being able to give back also and learning in the same process. So to get started, one of the first things I'd like to ask is, why did you decide to become a member of the American Society of Safety Professionals? Yeah, so I had been at AVX corporation for about a year and I only had about two years of safety experience. So one day we saw that there was an ad in the newspaper about a local company who was like 15 minutes down the road from us who had 17 years of no recordables. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They decided to benchmark with them to see what kind of programs and initiatives they had in place. So we ended up going there and the safety guy and one of my good friends, his name's Paul, he told me to sign up for ASST and basically that it was a community of safety professionals. So the next day I signed up. (laughs) Yeah, it really is neat. I've been a member of it for over 10 years and there's a lot of good things that you can definitely get within the ASSP. Absolutely. Brandy, how did you get started? I know we're going to be talking a lot about volunteering within this career. And how did you get started with volunteering with the ASSP? So I went to my first ASSP professional development conference in San Antonio in 2018, which I don't know, Ted, if you've ever been, but they are awesome. And I attended the Young Professionals meeting. It's now called Emerging Professionals, but I attended the Young Professionals meeting and I met a safety professional there who actually lives within 15 minutes of me in South Carolina. His name's Corey. And since then, we connected and we've been volunteering in the Piedmont chapter since the summer of 2018. Oh, that's awesome that you can use your skills and expertise and kind of give back that way. So yeah, 
it was crazy that we traveled all the way to San Antonio to Texas just yeah. to meet someone who lives so close to you. <laughs> it's a small world for sure. And San Antonio is a beautiful area, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. I love that city. Now, can you just give maybe an example or two of how you volunteer in this capacity for listeners who might not be familiar with volunteering in this profession? Yeah. So like I said, I volunteer with American Society of Safety Professionals. And what we do is we really try to provide other EHS professionals with value. And that could be offering them technical info to increase their knowledge or educating them on the latest technology like wearables or anything like that. That could benefit their safety program or allowing them to network with other safety professionals and really just helping to provide a community of other like-minded safety professionals. So I personally love helping to build that community. And I think it's awesome to be able to connect with each other, you know, to share best practices, ideas, struggles, or if you just need someone to vent to, (laughs) safety professionals, they all have issues. Yeah. So as a safety professional, you might be the only one on your site. So it can get lonely. So I think it's important to have a group of people you can talk to so you don't feel alone. And I also love to see safety professionals learn from our technical meetings. And then they can take that new knowledge and use it in their company they work for to protect their employees. Because really, the more info and expertise that we're going to be able to share to these EHS professionals by having monthly meetings, then the safer our communities are ultimately going to be. So by volunteering, you kind of offer another resource for safety professionals to seek help or have questions answered and such. Absolutely. And that's great. another benefit is meeting other professionals and networking with these people who are experts in certain topics or having experience with certain issues that you might not have experience in. So you might want to listen to what they have to say. So it's just nice to benchmark to see how others are handling certain situations. So for example, like I was having issues with my site because we have different areas of conveyor belts. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see how other companies deal with jams on conveyor belts. So I reached out to my good friend, Anupama. She works at the e-commerce giant Amazon. So I thought she would know the most about conveyor belts. They have one or two, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they might just have two. <laughs> <laughs> But I asked her, you know, what Amazon does for jams and she provided me with a lot of great info and the types of tools they use to safely, you know, remove jams. Another example is that I needed help revamping our electrical safety program. So I reached out to my friend who I already talked about. His name's Corey. And he works as a safety professional for an electrical contractor. And he was able to share his electrical safety policies with me. So I was able to benchmark and improve our program. And I think it's just really neat to build these communities because safety professionals are just so willing to share their expertise and things they're doing because really in the end, we all have one goal in mind and that's just to keep others in our community safe. Yep. And keep families together, right? That's kind of our objective. And I think you're right. I think you bring a lot of good points up, you know, the networking within safety professionals. That's what we try to provide here, obviously on TED Speaks Live. And trying to make sure that everybody is working together to make really our world a little bit safer. Yeah, exactly. I also see that you won and took first place in the J.J. Keller Spotty Award. Congratulations, first of all. Thank you. What was one of the questions they asked you and how did you answer them to win the first place? 
Yeah, so when I got that email saying I won first place, I was just like shocked. I was so excited. <laughs> mm-hmm, I bet. So one of the questions they asked me was to describe a unique or creative element of my safety program. So a few years ago, we implemented a lockout-tagout training station where we set up an area and we called it the red light machine. So basically, it was a working red light and we created a lockout-tagout procedure for it. and It has a single pole breaker, a disconnect, a light switch with a plug for an outlet. And all these are functional to be able to turn on the red light machine. Like it's literally just a red light and there's a light switch to turn it on and off. It also has a fake compressed air line and a DI water line with a ball valve, a city water line with a gate valve. So basically what we do is after authorized employees get their class in training for lockout tagout, we go to this training area where we walk through to properly lock out the machine. So what this does is it allows employees to receive hands-on experience using lockout tagout devices and then how to follow a procedure properly. The practical side, right? I mean, the practical side of actually performing the task that you're training them on. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the times we had new engineers that are fresh out of college. So they really have no idea probably what lockout tagout is. So it's really just a great way for new employees to get familiar with the types of devices they're going to be using and then, of course, how to properly lock out a machine, but in like a fun way because it's just a red light. So it makes it like easy. Yeah, I love that idea. We've talked before on the show about safety training and such and how some people don't look forward to it and how people learn differently listening or doing or visual and the idea that you created this so people could learn, kind of get the background and then go apply it. That's great. Yeah, I think it really has helped the program too. So that that makes me happy. (laughs) Definitely. And also, thank you for sharing with the audience because this is something that people that may be listening to this podcast can say, hey, you know what? I can take this back to my organization and put something very similar together. Yeah, that's a great idea. Absolutely. And I mean, I didn't come up with it myself. I have to say that I learned from, there's this lady named Jill, Jill James. She has these theories where she just goes through and talks about different safety aspects. And she went to a beet sugar factory over in the West Coast somewhere and they do something like this. And I thought, oh man, that would be awesome for our program. So, Well, that's what we all do in safety, right? We find good ideas and we steal them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If it makes our industry and our companies better, that's really what it's about, right? And so I don't think anybody ever has problems with doing that. But that's great that you implemented it. That's the hard step. Absolutely. Brandy, you've had a few different roles in your career. Can you describe some of the differences for our listeners who may want to transition to either the private sector from consulting or from a site specialist to management? Yeah, so I initially started out in industrial hygiene. So that was my first job. I was an industrial hygienist. And my experience was at a consulting firm. So with that, you're going to travel a lot to the sites where you're going to be performing assessments, such as asbestos sampling and inspection, and of course, the typical industrial hygiene sampling for things like dust or noise or chemicals. And then you might do some indoor air quality assessments to look at mold or complaint, people complaining about smells and things like that. But after I was an industrial hygienist, I then transitioned to an EHS specialist for a manufacturing facility, so getting into the private sector. And really, the type of tasks you're going to be doing here is creating policies and procedures, 
training employees on safety topics and creating new initiatives that boost management employee participation, finding and fixing hazards. You know, you might implement initiatives that do those things like supervisor observations or employee participation programs. Other tasks include like putting out daily fires, hopefully not literal fires. (laughs) That wouldn't be so good, would it? No. Yeah. But pretty much it helps to resolve the issues that occur in the facility. And of course, responding to incidents or reports of unsafe conditions or acts and investigating and finding those issues. So as an EHS specialist, you're going to have a lot going on. (laughs) And then last year, I went to be a corporate environmental safety manager at the same company, AVX. But being corporate and being a manager is different. It's a lot more hands-off. So you're now a resource and you can provide guidance to sites that have questions on incidents or how they should proceed with different issues. So right now, the tasks I'm working on are reviewing corporate policies and setting objectives to decrease our carbon footprint for our sites. So it's a lot different because you're not responsible now for a specific site. But you now have to help those EHS professionals on the site by providing guidance and resources. Yeah, that's very interesting kind of you talking about the different aspects of a safety career. And I know in the past, some of the guests we've had have kind of told us their steps on how they got into safety. And a lot of them don't start there. And one even said they didn't even know that safety was like a career. So just bringing that to the table and kind of explaining where you've been and where you've come from and the different aspects, I think just makes listeners too know what's out there. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of follow up on your point, Brandy, too, when you start out in safety, you're more hands-on. But as you move up through your career and stuff like that, and you go higher in the organization, if you will, you're right, it's more hands-off. So now it's a little bit different. And knowing the difference between those roles, but making sure that people are going home to their families is really what the key is. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Brandy, I want to thank you for being on the show. It was a great time having you on there. We had a lot of fun. I hope you did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you guys having me. I think I'm ready for the jokes now. Oh, gosh. (laughs) How did you know that that's what's coming up now? Because as you know, I consider myself the positive safety coach. And now it's just time to have a little fun with you and and see how you do. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling good on these jokes already? You feeling ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. (laughs) Ready as you'll ever be, we say. (laughs) Okay. A man walked into a bar. Why was that a recordable? Why? When he came to... His boss said, next time, look where you're going, because he was unconscious for a few moments. Because he walked into <laughs> an actual bar, not a bar. Yeah, he walked into a bar. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, that one needed some work, and I didn't do a very good job on delivery. Sorry, Brandy. Uh, that's okay. No, I like that one. That's funny. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. <laughs> okay, I have an easy one here. What day of the week does the potato look forward to the least? I don't know. Friday. Wow, that's a good one. I only went to Saturday and Sunday and I was like, that's not right. (laughs) Okay, here's the last one. Are you ready? Don't ask her. She might be done. (laughs) Yeah, she may hang up on us. A safety manager writes a 10,000 word document and calls it what? What? A brief. (laughs) Because sometimes we can get (laughs) long-winded. Wow. Hey, Brandy, thank you so much for being on the show. We really enjoyed your time and sharing some of your expertise on here today. And thank you very much. How can people get a hold of you if they have any questions for you after this? 
Yeah, so they can find me on LinkedIn. So my name is just Brandy Bossel. I'm sure I'll come up. And then you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Safety Brand. Oh, I like that. Very yeah. cool. Thanks. Very clever. Yeah. Very good at marketing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and putting up with the jokes at the end. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I really appreciate being on. I really love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your support. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Ted Speaks Live with Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out through email at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com if you'd like to know more about our podcast or if you're interested in being a guest. Feel free to check us out at healthandsafetynow.com. Rate and review on your favorite podcast app. Join us next week for our next episode. Have a super safe week.